Hey there guys and welcome to Tips for Lawyers podcast episode 2. Episode 2 of course is where I actually start in getting into some content. So episode 1, uh, if you didn't listen to it, go back and have a listen. It was mostly just a background about Tips for Lawyers and myself and what I was trying to achieve. Uh, it, it didn't actually provide much useful information for people but uh, it was a starting point and I'm happy to be doing podcast number two because it means that I have at least uh, gotten past the introductory episode of the podcast and can offer you now a little bit more substance on a particular topic. And what is that topic for today? Well, we're going to talk about forming new habits. Now, let's be clear. It's not a normal topic that lawyers talk about. Um, Forming new habits is not a subject, as far as I know, in university. Please feel free to tell me if you did a subject called forming new habits in your law degree. So your initial question is probably going to be, why in a podcast about legal skills is Chris talking about forming new habits? Well, that's a pretty good question. Firstly, I wanted to be sure that as we go on, I had provided you guys with the tools to provide yourselves with an opportunity to actually put some of the skills we're going to talk about into practice. So over time and on the website, I do provide opportunities and I provide practical information to allow you guys as lawyers to implement strategies in your own day-to-day lives. But what we don't often talk about is actually how do we go about doing that? I mean, it's all very well for me to say I'm going to record my time more diligently from now on or I'm going to return all telephone calls within six hours. We just make a rule. Lawyers are really good at rules. We make a rule. And, of course, what we find is that sometimes making a rule doesn't work. Uh, Let me give you an example. So uh, I make a rule that... I'm going to go on a diet and as a consequence of that I'm going to give up immediately everything that has sugar in it. Now first that's actually not too bad an idea but second what am I going to do on the back of that decision? Now normally what people do is make the decision and then they rely on willpower and willpower is okay, but what happens with willpower? It gets tired, it gets harder. Willpower, in fact, stops. And you see it all the time. You see people who start a diet or they stop drinking. Let's pick one close to lawyers' hearts. We, we stop drinking and we try it for, say, dry July. I think some people try it. I don't personally, but uh, we stop drinking and and for the first week it's okay and then for the second week it's okay but then there's a party on day 21 of July and uh, and, and we think oh I've been really good I've been really good for this 20 days I'll just go and have a glass of wine because it's a party and it's my friends thing and whatever and then before we know it uh, we've had that one glass of wine and then we've had uh, another six glasses of wine and you know we're running half naked around the place again I've never done that one either but uh what you find is that your willpower has failed you because you have simply tried to use your own uh, mental strength to stop you 
from doing something that has in fact become a habit. Having a nightly glass of wine might have been a habit, or having a couple of drinks on a Friday might have been a habit. And what the research and the psychology shows is that principally we are all made up of habits. Now, that's not fundamentally a bad thing. Habits are fine because habits are what allow us to do things with less effort than we might otherwise do them. So let's uh, have a think for a moment. So you get up in the morning. Uh, that's generally not a habit. In fact, that's sometimes the hardest part of the day. But uh, you get up in the morning and you'll have breakfast. You might have a cup of coffee and you might brush your teeth and then you, you know, get dressed and then you go to work and, and you walk up to work, you unpack your bag, you put your coat in your coat rack or hang it up or whatever and you sit down and you boot up your computer. And most of those things are autopilot. They take precious little effort other than the getting up part, like I said, but they take precious little effort at all on your part. And why is that? It's because those are part of your habits and they are to you the path of least resistance. Now, find a disruption, find a day where that's disrupted. And maybe it's a day where you have a breakfast uh, at the office or you've been invited to uh, go on a run uh, lucky you, at six o'clock in the morning or something like that. And it's not something that you're used to doing. And as a consequence, it's far harder for you to break your existing pattern and to go and do something else. And the reason is, uh, quite simply, that your brain has rewired itself so that the things that you are doing frequently are the things which you do most readily and most easily. Uh, if you want to look it up, uh, and I'll put this in the show notes underneath this podcast, but um, if you want to look it up, it's called neuroplasticity. So what it is, is it's your brain changing to adapt to the things that you do and the habits that you have. And so if we're going to talk about ways in which you can improve your legal careers and you can improve your communication and you can improve on how you approach clients and your understanding of law firm profit and some practical strategies where you can actually start contributing to the profit, the first thing we need to talk about, and the reason this is the first substantive topic of the Tips for Lawyers podcast, is how you actually go about making those changes. So where are we? We're a bundle of habits. Everything we do, we have a tendency to follow the path of least resistance. It's why people write letters that sound the same. It's why we do those things in the morning routine and the night routine and so on. And what we need to do is we need to change in our own brains, the path of least resistance. Um, so let's take our morning routine again. Let's say uh, you're giving up coffee. You're going to replace it with tea because it's freezing cold and you just you know, want a hot drink in the mornings. But how are you going to change that habit? Well, what you're going to do, of course, um, is you're going to change it one day at a time. You're not going to just go, go necessarily cold turkey on all coffee because what you want to do is to stop yourself from the various procedures that result in you having a cup of coffee. Maybe you smoke, maybe you always get a coffee at the time you smoke with a particular person, for example, or at a particular time of day. And so uh, step one is to disrupt the opportunity to avail yourself of that habit. Maybe if you always have your coffee at home, you need to get throw the coffee out and not have any at home because that way you will simply not have the opportunity to do it. If you have a particular coffee shop on your way to work that you can't stop yourself from smelling the coffee and walking past, maybe you need to take a different path 
to work to develop a new habit that will take you away from that opportunity. And what you will find is in incremental changes each day, that morning routine you have, you adjust the routine to take the coffee out of your path and you then have a new routine that each day you get up and do, and yes, it'll be a little bit of a struggle the first day, but that way what you're doing is you're introducing new pathways for your brain to take. You're having new habits and by the time you've done it five or six or seven or ten or twenty times, that new habit will come just as easily as the old one did. Now, coffee's a bit of a strange one because of course we could be talking about caffeine addiction and various other things like that, but you get the idea. Um, the idea is to apply incremental change rather than colossal change to allow your brain to start to rewire the path of least resistance to be a path that does not include the thing that you are trying to change. Or, for that matter, uh, if you're not trying to give something up but are trying to introduce something, uh, so let's say time recording, uh, something that I have been uh, habitually um, very unhappy about. I, I hate time recording. Um, I hate billing clients as well because I just enjoy doing the legal work. But time recording is still an important, uh, some would say crucial aspect of legal practice so far as it stands. I know there's other ways of billing clients, but still got to capture the time one way or another. And lawyers need to capture their time as they go. Uh, it's by far the most accurate way of doing it. It's by far the most ethical way to do it. Uh, and it's by far the most profitable way to do it is to capture your time as you do it. Now, some lawyers don't have that habit. They have the habit of doing it at the end of the day or the end of the week or I've read about, thankfully never seen, someone who does it at the end of the month. I don't know how, but apparently they do. And what you need to do is start with new habits. Uh, and so if you're trying to introduce something, you introduce it a little at a time. Um, you just take it one step at a time because, like I said, the more often you do it, the more it becomes a habit. Uh, and look, uh, there are people in my office who are excellent at this uh, when it comes to time recording, uh, and they are clearly in the habit of doing it. To them, uh, it doesn't involve now any additional effort, whereas for me, I need to concentrate on it for a little while, um, but I just need to make sure uh, that I am doing it. And the more I do it, the better it becomes and the easier it becomes because my brain is happy for me to do it more often. So that's neuroplasticity uh, at work. You're trying to adapt your brain to form new habits through incremental changes, not colossal changes, incremental changes, uh, because colossal changes have a tendency to be more based on willpower. Incremental changes involve minimal willpower, so they don't you know, wear out your willpower muscle, for lack of a better word. Uh, your, your willpower doesn't get tired and your habit kicks in before your willpower runs out. So um, this way you can incrementally work towards adopting a new strategy, a new way of doing things, a new way of writing letters, uh, a new approach uh, to your legal practice. So that's how you can look at new habits. That's how you can look at developing new habits in your legal career. But it's also how you can look at new habits uh, in your personal lives should you need some new habits there as well. Uh, and as we go on through the Tips for Lawyers podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about ways in which we can possibly adapt our legal practice, you know, maybe make some changes here and there when we're talking about particularly practical skills. And that will involve uh, for you potentially uh, a slight change in how you actually do things. So knowing and, and practicing and trying to introduce new habits into your life, even just little things, 
um, is a really important and powerful way of changing up your routine because otherwise we do always just default back to what we used to know. Uh, and the ability to effect that change in our own lives is really critical uh, if we're going to make any change in our professional or our personal lives and, and frankly we all need to from time to time. So being able to change your habits and understanding how habits work and how your brain works in terms of the path of least resistance uh, I thought was an important place to start. So that's all I had to say uh, for the Tips for Lawyers podcast episode number two on forming new habits. Uh, I hope you've gotten something out of it. We will, uh, don't panic, we will get into a little bit more of a legal topic next time. Uh, But I thought this was an important starting point because it it affects everything else that we're going to talk about. And as always, got any comments, got any questions, uh, let me know. Uh, If you've enjoyed this, share it around. I realise it's an abnormal topic for lawyers. If you've gotten this far to the end, then thank you very much. Have a great week. And I'll see you next time.